The following program is a fan-made review and reaction show. It is in no way affiliated with the movie trivia Schmodown or Skybound Entertainment. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the inaugural episode of the Ultimate Schmodown Show here on Outlaw Nation. My name is John Barr. I'm the host for this week. I am joined by my co-hosts, Boggs and Colin. Gentlemen, happy Friday. How are we doing? Excellent. Absolute pleasure to be here. Can't wait to get into things. Um, all the way from the UK, so I'm up late here, but let's do it. All the way down here in South Carolina, and we are ready to talk some Schmodown. I've been waiting for this all week, John. Excellent. Well, uh, I'm going to say you're going to wait a little bit more because before we can get too deep into these matches, we got to get a little bit deep into ourselves. Who the heck are we? Are we the outlaws? We got to figure this out real quick. Uh, so let's just do a quick little uh, once round with introductions. Starting with you, Bugs. How's the UK yeah. doing? How you been? It's all right. It's super rainy. It's been raining for the last three, four days. So it's really kind of dreary. So everyone's been staying in even more. So luckily, uh, we've had a lot of matches to uh, keep us entertained. Um, so yeah, been uh, been been staying in, but obviously a lot a lot to to watch. Fair enough, yeah. And how did you uh, first find out about the Schmodown? So basically, I initially got into it um, via the Star Wars matches. So I um, used to watch uh, Jedi Council a lot, and I noticed um, they used to compete uh, in this kind of uh, Star Wars tournament. And um, I noticed Sam Witwer and Freddie Prince Jr. and uh, against kind of uh, guests on the show like Ken, uh, you know, John Campier, et cetera. Um, so that's what initially got me in. Uh, and then I did see a, um, one of the guests that I particularly used to like being on the show because it used to show uh, kind of loads of passion and uh, enthusiasm. And I seen a thumbnail of, um, he was wearing a hat and a mask and it said single. So I thought, oh, okay, do you guys, what, what does that mean? So I've clicked it and uh, I've watched his intro and he's come out with uh, obviously like a mask on and the hat and he's throwing these five things up and he's shouting at the crowd. People are coming on camera and booing him. I'm thinking, what is going off here? He, he was like, he was so polite and, you know, and well-respected on the show. And now he's getting booed. What's this about? And, he, and his opponent comes out. Um, obviously, that was John Rowe I'm talking about, the outlaw. And, uh, uh. and uh, yeah, obviously. And uh, his opponent comes out and he's even crazier than him. He's even more, you know, he's louder. He's even more enthusiastic. Uh, and that was Scott Mance. And he comes out with, you know, the Star Trek theme and the phaser. And uh, yeah, and it was just what went down. And, and then then I got it. Then, OK, right. The battling is like a like a Clint Eastwood against a Captain Kirk. Um, so, yeah. And then obviously comes to the best thing question. So that was my first match, the best being match. And I've watched everything kind of retrospectively after that. Um, but yeah, the, the, the best being missed was like, I couldn't believe it. I thought, was this a is this like a, is this fake like surely like he would know what the best thing the question is right he's a producer on Jedi Council surely he would get that but yeah I've come to understand the personalities and everything and and then I saw they do teams so um yeah I, I think my first team match was like top 10 against Team Trek and I've kind of watched it backwards from there but um that's how I initially got into it so it was around um the um when the last Jedi came up so it was like the the, the build up to that it was I was watching Jedi Council before that, so it was around that time, and yeah, I've been hooked since. 
For sure. Nice, man. Nice. Yeah. What about you, Colin? When did you first uh, hop in? Well, uh, I had to go back and, and find the dates, but uh, it looks like it goes all the way back to like season one, in between season one and season two, like watching, you know, I think the first match I, I watched or listened to, I guess, would have been uh, team box office breakdown versus team geek. So that would have been JTE and Finstock versus John <laughs> Campia and Tiffany Smith. And so wow. you if like just if Bobby Finstock said your first showdown match, it's like, how do you not come? You are either completely repelled by what you are watching <laughs> and you will not come back. You were, have been offended. You have filed a complaint with HR. Or you are completely hooked, and here I am, completely hooked. There you go, yeah. I definitely, well, but, it sounded like I'm probably the newest fan uh, to the league. I started watching tail end of season five. Uh, I started my first match, actually, uh, I don't know how many folks uh, have been, you know, re-watching this one, but my first match was uh, Funhouse versus Kind of Funny. It was that uh, intro <laughs> teams match that uh, preceded Mance versus Ben Bateman. Uh, and, you know, I just watched that because, you know, I was watching those guys first as just like, you know, my own little aside, found out about the Schmodown. And then, of course, you know, following up their fun match with that huge like movie slice drama between Mance and Bateman. I was another one where I was like, all right, I'm getting it now. I'm understanding everything that's going on. And I was hooked. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, you know, we, we all know our stuff. I think it's fair to say. So when yeah. I tell you as someone who knows my stuff. That we had a hell of a week this week in the Schmodown. You know that it was a good week. We had five very good matches. Uh, we're finally through all the playing matches for the two tournaments that are happening right now. Uh, we mm -hmm. had five great matches that we all got to see. Uh, if you guys had to say, what was your favorite of the ones that we got? Uh, let's start I mean, with Colin, I guess, on that one. If I had to guess, I think I know the answer. But uh, what was your favorite? Well, I mean, definitely... Scrimshaw and Dimalanta was just just a treat, just just an absolute treat. And you know, won't dive into the details of why specifically it was a treat, but I was thoroughly entertained and I was thoroughly challenged on a couple questions. And I love to like, I love when I'm like, ah, when I get smacked in the face by a, by a question, ah, it feels good. Yeah. <laughs> and when they get the answer is the best thing. Boom, and then you're like, oh, yeah, you yeah. threw the punch too. Got it. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they knock you out. They knock you out. Yeah. Boom. Yeah. Oh yeah. You yeah. get punched in the face and you thank them for it. Uh, yeah. What about you, Bugs? Would you say also your favorite? Oh, definitely, of the... definitely, definitely that one. So I, I'm a Star Wars guy. You know, it's my kind of favorite franchise. So uh, I'm most looking forward to the Star Wars tournament. And um, I, I watch uh, Dean Malanta's, um his YouTube channel, his streaming channel. So I was keeping an eye on him, and uh, I do listen to um, the Four Center podcast as well from Scrimshaw. I do like them both, but I just wanted a I was back in uh, Dimalanta, to be honest. So I was looking forward to that all week, but obviously the rest is just a pure treat. Family oh, yeah, that, that match definitely delivered. Uh, I will say I definitely love that match. I was also a big fan of uh, what we got with Brandon Hanna versus Saul, the match that just came out a yeah, couple yeah. hours ago. That was intense. That's really the, yeah. the spiciest you can get, I think, on the yeah. showdown, is you saw a little bit of that in that match. Uh, and that's actually going to be the first match that we dig into, so... Let's really get into this match. Mm -hmm. I, I think the promos were great. If you talk oh, about that, yeah. the week of promos leading up was just phenomenal. And I, I don't know, has has anyone been dragged through the Schmodown quite like Brandon Hanna? Like, 
from show to show just taking licks on licks i mean dude gets drilled by schmetz by schmetz you know like just come on like like, everything with kate and all the drama leading up i mean this i mean and it delivered yeah christine used to say i don't know what to do with this guy you know until he wins we can't get him involved storyline wise you know but you know he stepped up let's be honest he stepped up i did talk about the intros though talking about the intros i i you know, Robert Meyer Burnett, he, he cuts a good intro. He cuts a good intro. I do, I do like his overall personality and, um, you know, the jackets that he wears and stuff. So, obviously, it's a shame what's happened and stuff. But, um, yeah, I'm going to miss him, definitely. So, we'll see. For sure, happens. yeah. Uh, as far as the, the match itself, uh, I mean, that was, uh, you know, pretty intense. I don't know if there are any questions that you guys were, like, in the back of your head where you're like, I oh, gosh, I know this one. Uh, my personal favorite question of the match, I would have to say, is that uh, one of the multiple choice ones that Hannah had to mention with the name of the assassin in Fantastic Beasts, uh, Crimes of Grindelwald. Mm-hmm. That was one because I was, you know, I've not seen that movie, but in mm-hmm. my head, when I saw that multiple choice pop up, I was like, all right, what's the dumbest possible name that what J.K. Rowling would come up would with? would be in J.K. Rowling. Exactly. That's exactly and what I was I just said. like, well, obviously it's the guy with the name Gun. It's got to right? be an alliteration, too. She loves a good alliteration, and she can't stay away. Uh, yeah. It was... You know, and yeah, that was, I mean, that was an intense match too. I mean, yeah. you know, I think it's, it it's weird nine. to talk about. It was 10-9 like, after round one. Mm, I, yeah. I, was, I felt gutted for Saul as well, how like disappointed he was. I was like, oh, because he, he kept doing it. He kept like shaking his head. Or I was like, oh, you know, don't let it get to you, man. Don't let it get to you. But I do like uh, Hannah's intensity that he had with him. Like he took it serious. You know, he's like, you know, I, I need to back up my talk now. And, uh, and he did. Yeah, perfect round. And so yeah absolutely yeah i think i think we can all agree that you know based on where hannah was at going into this match she kind of needed to win a little bit more than saul Mm -hmm. did but in no way of course and you you know you can see it in like christian's face and mark's face everybody being very supportive of saul because he put on a heck of a show like definitely you know saul should not feel any shame for how he performed in that match it was a tough one man i mean that inner geekdom yeah it's It's his debut his debut yeah and And i read down like saul can ball like I have it written down, like like Saul can ball, like he can hang, and that's yeah. I mean, that's important. And Kate even mentions wins. that at the at the end of the match when she's being interviewed, she said, "Look, I mean, this guy, if you're you know, if you're so good, Hannah, like you, this guy was only three points off of you. It wasn't a TKO. He didn't knock him out. It was only a three point game. So mm-hmm. let's maybe back the game talking off a little bit, and mm-hmm. let's see." let's let this guy play a little more and see what's up. Cause I mean, yeah. he's got the energy, he's got the poise. He, mm-hmm. you can tell it got to him in the yeah. same way that Bespin got to Roca mm-hmm. and comes back. You could tell if we are <laughs> sitting here in uh what is it? Iridium, iridium. Yeah, yeah, it was tough. As well. If this dude comes back and has like an arc reactor shirt on for every inner geekdom match, he's like, I'm never letting this ever kill me again. Didn't kill Tony Stark, won't kill me, you know, like <laughs> Palladium. Like, yeah. that'd be pretty good. Like, they, they're yeah. set up for some good stuff here. Yeah, Absolutely. he was unlucky. He was unlucky, but uh, I think Hannah did deserve to win, though. He, he was a bit more experienced, bit slightly better player just because of how much it meant for him. And, you know, um, but yeah. Did he guess Slingshot? That's a very good question. I mean, it seemed no, yeah. like it. 
I don't yeah, know. Maybe, maybe it's that Ben Bateman influence coming back where he just likes to sit on it and pretend a little bit. But I mean, yeah. it, I didn't it, feel I the Bateman cockiness that you feel <laughs> when Bateman's like looking at you like, you know, you know, he's like, I know this one. He looked like, I don't know, slingshot. And then he's like, and that's correct. And Mark's like, that's correct. And we just move on to the next question. But I yeah, I'd listen, like that's, to... that's the difference a pair of sunglasses makes is that it's a so little true. bit easier to tell. So true. Yeah, on I now I will say, uh, well, I think we, you know, we're all agreeing that, you know, it was great to see Saul play. It was great to see Brandon Hanna get that win. This does put the den in a little bit of a tougher spot because right now uh, with Saul out of the inner geekdom tournament and uh, with the dens uh, star Wars player now out of the star Wars tournament with uh, Sean Sullivan, that means right now the dens only player uh, that's active in these tournaments right now is Ben Goddard, who is a good player to be sure but is now going to be facing Robert Parker in his next intergeekdom match. And that, I mean, if you want to talk about intergeekdom rookies, oh boy, that's going to be an uphill battle. I mean, if you had yeah. to put, if you had to take my money and put it on two people for rookie of the year right now, it's those two guys. And until Probably. somebody else, until somebody I'd throw else. I'd Barbarian in there as well, to be honest. I would throw, I would throw Barbarian oh. in there. Yeah. Oh, oh sure. Yeah. We'll talk about him later for sure. Yeah. 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 Exactly. Well, we'll let's see. We'll let's talk see. About him. Yeah. Let's see who's best. Let's see who earns that uh, rookie of the year. So let's see what Parker's got. You know, people are calling him. You know, he can beat Smets now. Let's let's see. Let's see. He's going to be a good test. Absolutely. Well, let's go ahead and talk about our second match now. Uh, the first of the Star Wars matches we're going to be discussing. Uh, that would be Molly Damon versus Adam Witt. Uh, the Usual Suspects versus the Dungeon. Challenges out the wazoo <laughs> round one but i mean it's one of those things where it's like when you're in a tournament like star wars with that much minutia at play it's kind of hard to fault them you know what i mean yeah, especially yeah. after how the first match ended no spoilers mm -hmm. right until yeah. we get to it like especially yeah. with how it was the detail you know it was detail oriented and like i said it felt like the first it felt like the last two minutes of it like an nba game except yeah. it was the first two minutes yeah. <laughs> and it took forever just to get it was, through the it was a long round questions. one yeah it was a long round one by the time but, we get through round one we start picking up into a regular match and it, it was a great match yeah yeah it was good it was good i do i like um uh with just his whole uh passion you know his love for star wars i was talking about it i know obviously um uh molly's got her own channel and everything so she probably does it there but i do like you know him explaining um his background into it and things like that so it did make me feel I, I was kind of backing, backing him, just on the pure passion aspect. Um, sure. He kind of yeah, reminds I mean, me of Harrison guy. Ford too. He kind of like the way he was, like the way his hair, the way his hair was cut. Ford, yeah, it yeah. was, it yeah. definitely was throwing off oh, some that Harrison Ford cut? vibes. <laughs> yeah, 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 definitely, definitely. I was digging. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah. and that five pointer he pulled before, obviously when he lost, um, I thought, oh, he's got the knowledge, you know, can he, can he do it? But yeah, it was a tough match, tough match. It was tough. I mean, especially like with that, uh, you know, second challenge that he wound up uh, losing. It was mm. tough because when you hear him explain, he's, you know, kind of talking about like, well, I guess what I'm asking is like what exactly the question says. That's when you're like, ah, shoot. You know, that's just like, if anything, that's kind of a rules thing. Because it's like, ah, yeah. it sounds like probably a JTE rule would have been better than a challenge. And, uh, mm. you know, unlike what Kaiser was thinking at first, that is the thing that you get three of, not challenges. <laughs> Kaiser uh, didn't have a clue. He's like, yeah, yeah, we'll challenge you. <laughs> Was Guys were still trying to figure out what Jedi were exactly. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah I mean, I loved Molly's promo. It, like the, yeah. that I thought was great. 
I know we get, we're on the internet, so I'll tread lightly on the, the words last Jedi in succession, but you know, grab, right. But when they, when he grabs the necklace, off, I thought that was, that was pretty cool. That was, that was yeah. a nice little thing. Yeah. And they always do uh, great stuff over at star Wars explained. So you knew that they were going to find some way to get in on the fun. I quite liked Absolutely. as well the manager debate as well with uh, Kaiser and Sam. It was just it was just funny watching them. Uh, they got great know, energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially Sam as well. Even even after the match, uh, talking to the fans and things like that is. Um, he's always yeah, on. He's, he he yeah. can never turn it off. <laughs> Sam is always Sam. You know he's always gonna do his thing. Yeah, he's got quite dark know. humor, and uh, yeah, you got you got you got be smart to pick it all up. But, yeah, it's... Uh, yeah, I mean, it was a solid match. Uh, big ups to Molly Damon and to the usual suspects staying in there, obviously. It's a tough loss for the Dungeon to lose their uh, Star Wars player for that tournament, but right now they still have, hypothetically, both of their inner geekdom players mm-hmm. in that tournament, as long as you know Robert Parker and Emily Rose Jacobson are able to hang in there. We'll see how that goes, but we are going to hop back over to the inner geekdom to talk about uh, Boggs. You were saying one of your picks for Rookie of the Year, Barbarian versus Hlavik. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was one where I was really, when I was making my bracket, I wasn't sure who to put here. I did wind up giving a little bit of that edge to Barbarian. Yeah. So I'm feeling pretty good about that. Uh, what about you, yeah. Bugs? I mean, as someone who's really yeah, big at Barbarian same, right now. Same kind of thing. Because um, um, Hlavik is he's hit and miss. You know, he's, uh, he's either really on it or he's sometimes he's, he, has weak, he's had, he has weak points, which they exploited. Which I really liked, by the way, because that's Gucci. That's twice now that he's um, in this one week showed his tactics and shows why you know why the Finstock Exchange is on top because you know these guys got tactics. You know, certain other managers who what was fascinating as well. We actually saw and heard what they discuss, which we've never done before. So you can actually hear them say, you know, obviously we'll come to the match later, but Coy addressing, you know, helping out um, Alba to say. Oh no, MCU is uh, is more general, and you know uh, DCEU is more specific. He's a- he's actually given him an indication based on you know your um, your prep, w- which way you want to go, and kind of Finstock. To, okay, we know we know his weak spot, so let's target him. And um, yeah, so it paid off. Oh yeah, Quite I mean this match really was a testament to how interesting the Inner Geekdom tournament can be, you know, because yeah. neither Barbarian nor Slavic got the port key question, which I was like, oh come on, of course. But then, yeah. like, every question in that Lord of the Rings category, every, like, the five-pointer that Hlavik managed to get with the uh, book gift in yeah. Aquaman, I was Thank like, you. oh, it's yeah. done. I'm so sorry, Adam. Yeah. And he had that? Like, oh, my, pull, my goodness. Because yeah. they, they missed the uh, Lord of the Rings question, like you said, and I swear that's been asked before. I'm sure. Oh, yeah, no, they've been uh, re- going yeah. back through some of the classic questions now just because so we're, at, we're at that point. I was quite surprised, yeah. But yeah, like you said, great five-point pull. Classic Bobby Gucci just going right for Robert Parker, too. Just <laughs> calling him right he, out. Like, he was dancing when he got the uh, opponent's choice. Yeah. Constantly entertained. And I wrote some, <laughs> like, before uh, before the match started, I mean, when you, when you compare the rosters, Swag definitely has the talent. You're looking definitely. at, like, a really, really, really good team. But then mm-hmm. when you look at the Finstock exchange, it's like looking at the Patriots who have been to the Super Bowl and have gone through the playoffs. All stars, and all they're, stars, yeah. Right. And they're they're thoroughbreds. They know mm-hmm. what they're doing. And to be able to pass that knowledge on to a guy who seems to be unfazed. Yeah. You know, the he 
but they said they said he's learning from them exactly sorry, so, uh, so, sorry, to, yeah. it, to be able to no, merge I mean. that kind of you know he uh barbarian doesn't seem to get nervous on camera and it, mm -hmm. it maybe we'll the see that the uh, exactly, exactly. <laughs> and maybe we'll see that being in these fan leagues and having this experience that we're having right now being able to you know do the do it from the comfort of your own home we'll see what happens when some of these guys get in front of the the lights yeah. maybe that we'll start to see you know maybe there is something about playing at home being comfortable that guys like robert parker yeah. and smets might have you know, a they might have an advantage coming down later the road it's less pressure sometimes at home you know not the lights aren't there people aren't shouting at you people aren't booing you know um, whispers of the crowd things like that so right. yeah that kind of thing yeah and if nothing else this match uh especially with barbarians little pet fur is just a testament to how important emotional support animals are they're great <laughs> big fan all around they're the real heroes you know 100%. what i mean uh, Agreed. <laughs> all right let's move on to our next match uh the final inner geekdom match that we're going to be talking about today Warfather versus Greg Alba. Now, I don't know how you guys feel, but these two, to me, are two of the most entertaining dudes in the league right now. And this match absolutely delivered on entertainment. Let's start with you, Con. What were you thinking about this match? Well, first off, I just love the real rejects in general. Uh, their reactions to most things are they're usually the first ones up. I'm an East Coast guy. I wake up early. They somehow wake up super early on the West Coast and pump out reactions that are up at like 8, 9 a.m. over here my time. So always love Greg. And I, I he was on fire. You know, there's just up, some kind of up, another one, another guy that stepped up. Just pedal to the metal, didn't stop, knew the answers, knew he knew the answers. And that's the kind of performance I really get jived about in a showdown when a dude, just, or, you know, whoever it is just knows the answers that day. You just like, oh, man, just sit yeah. back, eat your popcorn, sip your drink because you're watching a pro today. And I mean, yeah. that's what we saw. I mean, you could tell he'd done his uh, homework. You know, you tell he's only studying because before, to be honest, this match I was probably looking forward to the least because um, Warfather, I saw his singles match before. I wasn't massively impressed. Albert, I, Obviously, respect what you're saying, Colin, but Albert, previously, he seems to be, he's in their team's matches, he's the one that gets carried sometimes. But this guy, no, no, I, I take that back. He stepped up. He's uh, obviously took it way more serious. I was fully impressed with him. Um, it looked like he was an enjoy, like enjoying himself and, uh, and showing, you know, who the better player was, basically. Absolutely. And I mean, you know, listen, I also got a bias. I know the war father personally. I was there in the war where he got the nickname father. So I got a little bit of bias from my boy. I was kind of hoping he'd win, but Alba definitely knocked it out of the park. And like you were saying earlier, Boggs, Koi really also was in there as a manager. Definitely. This Definitely. was a big match for the Quirky Mercs. Mm. This was something that they kind of needed a little yeah. bit. So it was nice to see them actually really being able to deliver on that, give a nice, mm. nice meaty win for it's them. Such nice, it's, it's such, um, it's so encouraging and for a manager to get involved like that. To tell him, listen, based on your studying, we're doing this, we're doing this. You know, to help him, as opposed to just saying, oh, you know, how you feeling, and leaving it up to them. And um, it shows, yeah, it just shows that the the kind of manager goes to that extra care and training with them. So I did appreciate that. You're definitely seeing some of these managers who have uh, kind of like a maybe maybe a love for sports and have mm. always wanted that opportunity to to coach to manage. Yeah, yeah, Koi, Koi, and and Finstock have that yeah, energy and so does uh and so does winston 
I think Sam does as well. And Sam, yeah, Sam mm. comes. Sam comes at it with like the uh, the intellectual approach. He's gonna. He's a player. He's, gonna, he's a player. He knows. Yeah, yeah, he's gonna beat you with his brain, and yeah. he's. I mean, it's proven to be a pretty solid, solid plan for these guys. But I love Coy's uh, energy, like you were saying, Boggs, about how just making sure he's his guys in the right mindset and knowing. Mm. Look, we talked about this. Yeah. We, we, you know, this stuff. You know this, and we know that you know this. Boom, nose on the spinner's choice, and the the steal. We got to talk about the steal that sets up the the KO. I mean, it's just just coming in under pressure again. I I probably feel like that would have been a spot where the Greg, who usually we saw before, yeah, probably wouldn't have gotten that steal. Mm-hmm. You know, as as mm-hmm. you know, and been his uh righteous wheelhouse. Yeah, yeah, right. Exactly. Yeah. This is definitely more in the wheelhouse of the real yeah. rejects. It, it just feels like singles and doubles for these guys. You could throw out a classic, and their whole their whole mindset goes out the window. They're like, "I've never seen this movie. You're asking me something about something I've never yeah. seen before," and it takes them out of it. At least in Inner Kingdom, you're constantly uh, involved. You feel like you have a chance on every question. Yeah, for absolutely. me, yeah, I feel- much. It's I was just gonna say I agree. Like- Sorry, I was just gonna say I agree with what you're saying because <laughs> Warfather. Um, a couple of times, he, I want to say he gave silly answers, but answers that were clearly, you know, guesses. And I think six months ago, Alba would have done the same. He would have gave maybe another random guess. But no, he's he's you know he's coming to play and he's coming to get some wins. It's a great so, testament yeah. to how sometimes that good management and that good just knowing how to play can sometimes supplement gaps in the knowledge, man. It was a great yeah, match. I was happy to see it. And I'm excited to watch Greg for sure lose to Kalinowski uh, because he's going to lose to Kalinowski, just like Warfather would have lost to Kalinowski. Probably, and that's okay. Probably, Sometimes probably. you just know what's going to happen. But now it's Ka- time. Gentlemen, Scrimshaw versus Dimalant. Oh, were you about to say one last thing? Well, I was going to say, I was going to say, I was going to say, Kalinowski was, uh, <laughs> I was going to say, Kalinowski would be the one guy that I would feel like I would much rather play from my house than in person. <laughs> <laughs> if there's anyone, I feel yeah, like yeah. just the energy he brings in is yeah, so yeah, it's yeah. Terminator like. When dude comes in to that studio to play, yeah, exactly. he's coming in to you know kick some ass and chew some bubble gum, and I've run out of bubble gum. It's like every oh, single listen. time. Every single if time. Mike doesn't kill you in the ring, Shannon kills you after. Yeah, I was about to say that. That's, that's, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a power. He's already problem. slashed your tires in the parking lot, and you're calling an Uber home, and will worry yeah. about towing your car tomorrow. <laughs> I know. And he's carrying that team as well at the minute, you know, the way they're them not on the rock stars at the bottom, you know, I'm just saying. Hey, hey, let's talk about our two favorite competitors of this Star Wars division, at least for the moment. Scrimshaw mm-hmm. Dimalanta. Holy, ca- I mean, this gave me vibes of like when, uh, speaking of Kalinowski, when he went up against Cushing and she managed to beat him on that Ninko versus Ninka. Yeah. Like that kind of energy, that kind of just no holds barred, all out information. This match was phenomenal. Hmm. From the start, right? From the very first, when it when it turned to him, uh, the the Christian obviously put the the shot on him, and the way he's standing, as if he's like, I felt like I was in the blue corner and he was in the red corner. Like he's ready to go. Like the way asked, his expression, his mannerism, his body language, it was like I am moving off this desk. Till I get that win, I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. I I love that passion and that commitment to it. 
Um, it's very, and they even said, I forgot who said it afterwards. It was like, a, it was John Roker-esque. And I was like, yeah, yeah, he's learning. He's learning. I was so happy for him to get that win. Just I just love that passion and intensity. Like, yeah, I, I thought he's winning. He's winning this. You just tell. Absolutely. Dude, dude yeah. wasn't moving. He, 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 he was, was I, I'm not moving from this spot. I'm not missing a question. Yeah. And it, if you're going to beat me, it's going to, you're going to have to, I mean, it's going to be like a Mara Kanopic situation. I'm literally going to be so sick. I can't play anymore. You're going to have to move oh, me okay. off of here. Cause this, it felt like if that first question just. He was like angry at the camera. He was like, come on, let's go. Let's right. go. Let's, get, let's go right now. Yeah. I feel like if that, <laughs> if the first question of uh, overtime isn't the final question of overtime, mm. we might still be watching the match. <laughs> probably probably but he did say uh, and i did kind of agree with him that the longer it did go in overtime that i think uh scrimshaw did have the better chance because just of his kind of overall random knowledge of of star wars in general um but la- it like is hard to pull said, with no categories it's that no category yeah. pull it's yeah it can definitely help you and out. like i think they addressed it as well that um again tactics that they were going to look at his exact answers they planned it um to um save the challenge as well for his exact answer so obviously he was going to do it in in round two um i, I don't actually know what the challenge was the what he was going to so do so the way he described it was if he used it in round two scrimshaw's yeah. answer was red leader yeah yeah and so, so what was did the they red leader or did they want the real name of the character oh okay so okay, okay. I that's, didn't that's yeah, what yeah. he would have challenged and oh, so it would have been okay. one of the situations where i guess they call a writer did you write red leader or did you write this oh, i guess okay. interesting yeah, interesting okay you can kind of tell when there's a discrepancy in these matches yeah. christian kind of i can kind of tell he's got these pauses yeah I, he, I made that in my notes yeah, he looks yeah. Insane and he's like is this what they <laughs> put <laughs> It, it takes like 20 seconds to make like, oh, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, you're gonna challenge it, right? Of course, you are based on Christian's reaction. Exactly. Oh, you know, it's kind of like, well, is he oh, off come here? on, make a decision, make a decision. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. exactly. He's like humming and hawing, like, mm, yeah, kind yeah, of gives it a little extra thought. So he stares yeah. at it, expects the words to change, but they're not. Yeah, another issue I had actually, and it's not even about this match, was the Damon and Whit match. I watched it, okay, probably deserve winner. And then she high-fived someone at the end of the match. And it was, it was obviously Alex Damon. He just off camera. I think he might have ran whoa, in. Whoa, what's going yeah, on What's going on yeah, here? I'm he not could, co-signing that. I'm, I'm not co-signing I'm, that. I'm saying, um, you know, I'm not accusing anyone of anything, but he, he could just have a sign off screen just saying, you know, what the answers are. Like, I was thinking, what? Only thing being is be that what we've learned from those two is that this is like, it's come into their house. Yeah. The Schmodown has come in and is now like, oh, do you it's know more that I know? Yeah, they can't I avoid the it. part avoid in it. the promo when Alex said, if you ever see me look off to the side, I'm usually yeah. looking at Molly. And it's because yeah. she told me that answer when we yeah. were studying. And that's where I'm thinking like, man, there if those go. two go up against each other, he might quake. I, I, would, I would say that there is more chance for him to be nervous than molly well all i'll say about who may or may not be in the room with alex damon is who do you guys think is going to wind up being in the room with him when this tournament is done who do you think is going to be the last person standing because i've seen a lot of people right now saying they think it's going to come down to laura kelly versus now andrew dimolanta 
Obviously, though, that depends on who wins between Molly Damon versus Andrew DiMolanta. Now that we've seen them both playing, what do you guys think is going to happen? I genuinely don't know. I genuinely don't know. Um, I, for some reason, I don't think he's going to win, but for some reason, I do have a soft spot for Ace. Um, former Jedi Council host, underdog. Um, and the way he kind of uh, lost to Parker. I do, I do back the underdogs. Um, and, you know, I watch his um, uh, first cut, obviously, uh, podcast as well. And like I said, subscribe Paul, yeah, to I the meaning of. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Um, and I know he's got the passion and the knowledge, but I, I don't think he's going to win. I'm just saying just objectively, I do like him. But winner, I, I can't pick it, honestly. I can't. But I, I, I'm, I'm going with Dimolanta just because on his passion and his intensity. Um, but anyone can win it, to be honest with you. For sure, yeah. What about you, Colin? What are you thinking? I'm thinking it's got to be Di Melanta going head to head against Molly. I mean, as much as you want to somehow see how they would figure out how to have a Damon versus Damon final, uh, mm. as much as I'd like to see the hoops that they'd have to go through to do that, uh, yeah. I-, I look at Andrew and I watch him play, and yeah. I'm like, that's well, I'm saying. that's less of a guy that's playing a game, and that's more of a kid who's sitting in his library and he's just always reading and watching star Wars and he's just picking it out. It's kind of that. It is that Alex Damon mentality where Mm -hmm. Alex just goes, all right, pulls that file up Mm -hmm. and reads that file. And that's the answer. It's kind of how his brain works. I feel like, and Demolanza has got that energy and of course has his own channel as well. So you can tell that there's something about this. uh, It's like the extra level of right. So we both have the same encyclopedia. What is it on top of that? So now we who have to figure out in this who exactly wants who wants it more, who who won't crack under pressure. It, it comes into it. gamesmanship, all that stuff. And it's going to be it's who randomly falls onto a five pointer that's uh, blasters, vehicles, and and objects, and has to pull something out of a five pointer like that. Like that mm. is honestly what most of these matches feel like they're going to have to come down to is a yeah. five pointer just so far out of left field. They, you're just, you know, or, right. or what we saw during the matches where the wording of the question can be disputed. How nerdy yeah, do you man want? Or his anger? Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Laura Kelly, though, you can't. You know, she's um, she she's probably the best, you know, female player in the game right now, uh, in terms of her obviously subject. Um, well, and also, yeah, the, the the promo she cut, too. I mean, obviously, that was last yeah, week, but her right. promo against Son Chauvin, that's part of why I was like, ooh, I'm really feeling Laura Kelly versus Andrew DiMolanta. And she's got um, a win over him as well, right? Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, I wouldn't doubt, like I said, anyone can win it. Anyone can win it. It's going to be... Absolutely, man. This tournament, it's just so nice. It's just... Yeah. It's just got some real heavy hitters, and it's kind of got a bunch of people, like I said, who all have the same encyclopedia-like knowledge of this stuff. So it's really it's it's like watching it is it's like watching uh, soccer or football. It's like mm. you're waiting for that one break, you're waiting for that first score, and that's what a lot of these Star Wars matches feels like. It's like, all right, yeah. we both know this, we both know this, we both know this. There's not a lot of tit for tat like you have in a singles match where it can go from classics to 80s movies to yeah. sci-fi and somebody could get rattled that way i mean this stuff is it's it's different star wars is different the last four 
might all have per- like as in the semi-final you know the last four opponents might all have perfect games it's just who wants it more you know who's switched on the most whose tactics is super interesting i can't wait you can't absolutely break. listen yeah. if there's anything that's going to motivate me to finally watch those gosh danged prequels it's the star <laughs> whoa, whoa, wars whoa, 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 whoa. haven't gotten there yet about? what are you talking about <laughs> haven't haven't seen a single one of them uh but it's not oh. about me it's about the Schmodown. It's about these wonderful Star Wars competitors. And it is about the current standings. Now, uh, on the SchmodownLive.com, uh, that's got everything updated through Molly Damon versus Adam Witt. Uh, after these past two matches that we have gotten, though, I can tell you that right now we do have a shakeup as far as the uh, rankings go because mm-hmm. with Brandon Hanna's win, I believe that does, in fact, put the Burning Droogs above the usual suspects as far as points. So that's a move up in the rankings. And so that's another thing where it's going to be interesting to see how Molly Damon does for the suspects, uh, how Jen Kemp and Janine do in inner geekdom. But right now the burning droogs, like they're, they're on the way up. And especially now with the, the rumors, I don't know if they're true, but of Ken potentially being eyed to take up the mantle of manager, a guy who's got that experience uh, previously with corruption It'll be really interesting to see uh, where the future rankings go. Uh, do you guys feel like there's any faction that's really going to be on top undisputedly by the time these tournaments are done? Is he rumored to be the manager? I didn't know that. I mean, it's 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 right now it's internet talk, but it's like he's yeah. part of the Droogs. He's got the experience. Yeah. You know, who, yeah. who else? You know what I mean? No, it's a good shout. It's a good shout. Um, in terms of teams that are coming up, I, I've got my eye on... Um, the dungeon um, and Kaiser's team. I just the, his inner geek term guys and yeah, I'm looking at them to be honest. Um, well, yeah, it's it's hard to say. Um, I'm a bit worried, like, like I mentioned it before, about um, corruption and, and rock stars. I'm not sure, you know, how many um, quality elite players I've got now. So yeah, I think they might be struggling. Well, I mean, you know, thankfully, I guess for corruption, they do have the elite of the elite. They got the actual corruption boys themselves, Kalinowski and Chance, and that inner geek. Oh, them. of course, of course. So that'll yeah. definitely, yeah. <laughs> I mean, if you want, yeah. Uh, the big so boys, that'll yeah. certainly be interesting to see. Uh, yeah, man. I mean, at this point, uh, I'm just super invested in seeing how things go, you know, especially now with this new kind of faction uh, overlay on top of everything. It's just been interesting to see the shakeups as far as how you approach watching. The game even let alone as a player oh uh, uh, yeah Colin, even, what are you thinking i i it's just been like the best this season for me like as a as a huge fan of regular sports in general like i'm a fan of at least one team in every sports that's that's what i do for work when the world isn't ending i'm uh, i do uh basketball games i do live sporting events so i do the uh the video board during mm. games so sport and all that stuff is huge for me and to be able to put all these people on teams Mm -hmm. like it's not like doubles teams like real team teams and actually have them be a part of like a family environment has Mm -hmm. been huge and then to be able to have it be a part of like to merge all of our favorite personalities from the collider family from the screen junkies family from from everybody just getting able to come out and just play in this wonderful little sandbox of awesomeness that christian and mark created and now for it to eventually come to this where it's a full-blown sports thing the, the layer of these factions has just done has done nothing but increase the depth of this league something that was already deep before with you know 
if you need senseless drama, please, we have Twitter spats for you. If you need anything, <laughs> if you need any kind of drama, the Schmodown has it. Do you need Facebook group fights? We have 20 Facebook groups. Do you need We got it. We got it. Whatever you want, we got it. And now we give you the ability to pick a team and be a fan of a team and follow them for a whole season. I mean, now I'm sitting here looking at corruption like they're never going to recover from these four losses. Looking at everybody else throughout the whole season, those four losses to start the season, it's going to be something that they're going to have to like contend with for the rest of the year. And when on it comes the back to the- of that, I was just going to say on the back of that sports uh, reference, he said absolutely teams uh, are a big uh, aspect of this whole thing. But it does come down to the one-on-one play, especially in these uh, digital matches. So I'm personally a big boxing fan. So that's why I, I, I did love, I loved that intensity that D, D- Melanta had. Um, so I do like that, the one-on-one. Yes, it's got the team stuff, it's got the management, it's got the tournaments, but it's got the one-on-one when it comes down to it. Are you against this person? Who wants it more? Like anyone who shows that passion and intensity, I'm backing them. I'm backing them. That's why I want to because that's what I would be like. So I find that relatability, um, or I like to think I'd be like that. But um, but yeah, that's it's got the teams, it's got the individuals. It's, yeah, it's just... Yeah. Well, my favorite sport is curling, so all of this is completely new to me. <laughs> I was going to say the Olympics. Like I mean, it's got a real Olympic vibe where you got your, you know, you're rooting for your country, but you're also rooting for yourself more so. Yeah. The, like, you're, it, it'd be nice if the USA gets a medal, but this is my medal. Like, you're not going to. I'd much that. rather claim the nation of swag than the United States right now. I don't uh, know course. how you're. <laughs> of course, of course. <laughs> if um, I had my druthers. Um, speaking is, uh, by of the way, this swag, is for. Um, um, I'm wearing a Black Panther t-shirt for the, uh, yes. just respect for everyone protesting as well. The people protesting in the UK as well, by the way, but Got just my thought, um, right here. just for everyone watching, you know, um, our thoughts are with everyone protesting and standing, you know, fighting a good fight and all that. I just wanted to say that. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, no, it's always, always good to just make sure that, you know, we're very, very hard on Black Lives Matter. We got to make sure that we just, you know, pushing that forward, cool. making sure everyone is treated with equality. That's what life should be all about. And uh, one of the things that has been nice to see is the Schmodown really kind of making that sense of community, really trying to make sure everyone belongs. Like I was saying with Saul, you know, uh, you can see everyone immediately, like even though he lost, everyone is immediately like, dude, you did a great job. And it's great to see, like, it's great to see that. Uh, mm-hmm. It's wonderful to see. Um, on the back of that, I do want to say uh, one thing. You know, um, me initially watching the show, um, obviously John, being a um, you know a Latino, uh, I did get a particular interest in him because um, you know just being not many people of color in the show originally when he was com- you know in the early days of him competing, I particularly kept my eye out on him and I was backing him fully. Um, so he was kind of carrying the flag on that. Um, even up until now, the um, I do particularly I, I didn't take any interest in him um, start the season, but swag. My favorite moment of this season was I think Ace was playing Parker and the way obviously you know they, they dance and do the uh, and do the um, you know the, the funny dances um, the Fortnite dances I mean um, but seeing Ace come out with Winston RB3 um, uh, Chandru and I think yeah and I think I, I don't know if he was there or not but in my head he was there um, Ayama was there as well and I thought oh that's seeing someone from you know people from originally from African descent, South, in, you know, South um, Asian descent, East Asian descent, uh, Latino descent, all in one team. On one, That was like, that's like me. I, I felt like it was like me, a picture of me and my friends like that. 
you know, just people, all colours, all getting on. And I thought, wow, that's just, I just objectively, I thought, whoa. So it was just really nice to see someone, uh, you know, the inclusivity and diversity of it, which may, may maybe be missed by other people. Some people maybe thought it was a funny little dance, but no, I thought, actually, you know, these guys are, are, are caring. And, um, and it's the youth. Yeah, yeah exactly. It's the youth. And just how much fun they're having and yeah. they're winning. You, you know, tell. that's why I'm, I'm, I'm personally, I'm just, I'm, I'm back in swag as well because just of, um, just of how um, the, the mix that we've got and uh, yeah, they're just holding it down. Absolutely. It's, you know, it's like, I always like to say, you know, it's always better when you invite everyone to the table. Definitely. Always makes because things better we, when we you're making play. sure you get yeah, it. Yeah, we can play. Absolutely. So. Um, the last thing we're going to be talking about on this episode is looking forward. Uh, right now, only one match has been announced for sure for next week, and that is the final round one match of the Star Wars tournament, and that is Andres Cabrera versus Ken Knapsack. Going to be interesting to see how that shakes out. Uh, I feel like I'm I'm probably I might be in the same boat as you, Boggs, from what you were saying earlier. I do feel like you know Ken might have the experience to take it, but I do love that that underdog Andres Cabrera. Yeah. I love seeing him on screen, junkies. I'm conflicted, man. I don't know who I want to watch. I'm just excited to watch it. What I think is, um, yes, objectively, Ken knows more. I think more experience, former champion. Who, but what I think it comes down to, who wants it more? Okay. Yes, um, Ace took a beating in in Egyptum. He's shown that he's uh, he can play and he can step up. Who wants it more? Ken is he is he studying? I don't know. How much does he really want it? Is he doing Christian a favor by competing? I don't know. I'm just saying that Ace can win. Ken. If he's studying, he's probably going to win. I'm not going to lie. But I think it is a bit open there. Um, tactics will come into it. You know, passion will come into it. Who wants it more? But, you know, I, I do love an underdog. So uh, I'm kind of back in ace. Absolutely. And what about you, Colin? Who are you picking in that? I've been sitting here trying to come up with a good Star Wars analogy for what's going to happen here. And if Ken, if Ken is the Palpatine of this story, okay. okay. Is Ace going to count Dooku this game? Or is he going to Darth Vader this game? Because, you know, one is shunned, left behind, and offed by Darth Vader. <laughs> spoiler alert. <laughs> Sorry, John, spoiler alert for episode three. <laughs> A 15-year-old, or 17-year-old movie. Yeah. Uh, but I, it's probably going to be that Ken is going to end up probably turning it on mm. for this i I, I, I have a hard time believing that ken doesn't come back for this and be like you think you're gonna beat me i asked you to come on the show you did not <laughs> ask me like you know there's gonna be some vibes here of like i got you on the show like you think you know more than me random question do you think ken would be scrimshaw <sighs> They know so much yeah. of the same random similar. stuff yeah. that they've they they're almost a hive mind. The, they're almost force center, and then you split them <laughs> apart, and one is force yeah, and yeah. one is center. Yeah, like, yeah. You kind of feel like whatever they're uh, they do the the battle rule, rule episodes. Of rule of two, basically. Yeah, it, yeah, and when they do their show of like the random knowledge, the data bank brawls on force center. Like yeah, that's yeah. the kind of Star Wars stuff they know. And when yeah. you like, those are the kind of things. And when, it, when we talk about Di Melanta, when we talk about Damon, you're looking at guys who literally talk about this for a job. Like this is their living. living off of this stuff. Yeah. yeah. 
And it's going to come down to like that little crevice of like, I found this bit of info that only I know, or only somebody else knows. And it's going to be, it's that recall recall at the end of the day is going to be the thing here. And it seems like Ken probably has the better recall when it comes to overall star Wars knowledge. So I'm going to give, I'm going to give the edge to Ken ACE is probably going to put up a hell of a fight. I'll probably say it's probably gonna be something like, 22 20 something like that oh cool. yeah uh-huh. and then uh, on the flip side of that we don't necessarily know uh what we're gonna get as far as inner geekdom uh when it comes to next week but uh and we'll start with calling on this of the round one matches that we're still waiting on to see how they go is there a round one match that you're like especially looking forward to like if you could get one match from inner geekdom on tuesday let's say what would you want it to be well left i mean it's probably gonna be uh, I need to see, I need to see players crush in inner geekdom. I, I don't necessarily need to see a single match. I just need to see, I need to see domination that sets up later rounds of the tournament because we're going to see inner inner geekdom is going to weed out the the non the the non true believers as they were. And we're going to find the true believers here in the semifinals and finals and looking for those guys. They just don't miss. That's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for those people when they shoot, when they aim for the king, you better not miss. And that's what I'm looking for here. I'm looking for people who don't miss. Absolutely. What about you, Bugs? What are you looking for? Probably uh, Chance Ellison against uh, Ayama, Paul Ayama. Um, Obviously not. Uh, they've not got massive uh, kind of records in any game. Well, Yama hasn't played, has he? But yeah, just in terms of elite players, former singles champion against a former double uh, team champion, um, I think that's the first round pick for me that um, I'm most interested in. Well, I mean, you can't. Kalinowski is just electric. So whoever oh, he yeah. plays, I'm watching. Yeah. So um, Kalinowski's definitely going to put on a show. Uh, I I think probably Chance versus Oyama in singles is still one of my favorite matches that I've seen. So you know those two are going to put on a clinic. And then uh, as we were talking about earlier, I really think that like one of the biggest battlegrounds for Rookie of the Year this season is going to be Ben Goddard versus Robert Parker. I'm really interested to see how that goes, especially because of like you know the way that Ben was talking about it. Like if he loses, then like he's still got a pretty good record in three yeah. leagues. And, you know, Robert Parker could hypothetically go on and just become the new Kevin Smets. But then on the flip side, if Ben does manage to win it and he unseeds Robert Park, I'm I'm very invested in seeing how the heck that goes. I'm so invested, I'm knocking my earbuds out left and right, and I'm so sorry about it. <laughs> I don't know how much it's messing with my microphone. I'm just going to go ahead. No, you're I, good. You're I good. take responsibility. <laughs> you know? Janine as well. I want to give a shout-out to Janine. that. Um, oh. She could be such a good player, but it's just, it's, you know, she doesn't get the rub of the green sometimes. But, uh, yeah, uh, I'm always looking out for her as well. I'm not, I don't believe I've seen her in, in, in a Geekdom before, so uh, it'll be interesting to see what she's bringing. But, uh, yeah, but she's an interesting player in general. Yeah, and she's going up against uh, John Humphrey. Uh, yes. Or is it John Humphreys? I can't remember off the top of my head. I believe it but is another plural. guy. I believe there it's are plural. two. It's the two Humphreys. There are the two Humphreys. <laughs> molded into one yeah another guy who's got like a very interesting record when you look at you know how well he did in uh the second free-for-all i believe it was, it was the uh he's first. another guy the, was that the first was it the first one 
when I he came out with the staff sure. and he came out with the Joker up. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was that was for that me, was a vibe. I was on that vibe. Like I was like, you can stay, dude. That's the kind of energy. If that guy shows up, that's the it's one of those things where it's kind of like uh an American but, football reference. Uh Joe Flacco in the playoffs, he had one good run, goes to the Super Bowl. Is that his only thing that he's known for? Because we were talking about that earlier with Greg. Greg mm. and them together. Humphreys pulls him along. You know, is it is do they go well together? Are they better apart? Maybe we'll see. Like just the old best chance we'll have to see. So yeah. I think John will I, th- I think John will I think John's gonna show up. I think John's gonna show up and good probably match, show up. good match. Yeah. Good match can't call it really. Um yeah, we'll see. Has he played any Geekdom before? I don't think so. No, I think he yeah, no, I uh, so. he's like Alba. This is new. But they okay. love it. I mean, they cover mm. all the. I mean, this is right in their wheelhouse. I mean, we're talking about yeah. wheelhouses. This, you you got to find that thing you're comfortable with. Mm. And I mean, if it's picking MCU over Marvel, you know, you got to just know what you're comfortable with. Just be, just being comfortable. I think that's the lesson that we saw this week is that the player who was more comfortable seemed to come through. Whether or Absolutely. not they weren't they weren't rattled when the moment came in, yep. you know it was too tough. They stood in, they took the lick, and they won. So, well, I hope you guys had a very comfortable time hanging out with me, real quick, talking about the Schmodown, uh, because that is going to be it for our inaugural episode of the Ultimate Schmodown Show. We hope all of you watching on Facebook enjoyed it as well. Uh, let us know if you did. If you didn't, you know, I guess you can let us know. I'd rather you didn't, if I'm gonna be honest. But, you know, go for it anyway. Who knows? Uh, so all we got left, uh, real quick, Colin, uh, is there anything you want to plug right now? I mean, you can just find me at the underscore C Morris. It's probably somewhere on the screen. Uh, just talking about sports, talking about Schmodown, talking about the world. So, you know, we got a lot going on in the world. So we're probably talking about it over there. That we do. Uh, <laughs> what about you, Bugs? uh well first of all just want to say absolute pleasure to be here uh like i said never um kind of you know i don't have um my i don't really know anyone else it personally in my life that i can speak to smodan uh with that my family doesn't watch it my friends don't watch it you know i've tried to introduce former girlfriends to it no one's interested or they can't get into it or you know some other reason so it's just a pleasure for me to get my opinions out there and you know to discuss it just in general with you know with friends and stuff so uh, that's a pleasure um you can find me at um twitter it's at bugs um on instagram is ab bugs um i've also set up a new youtube channel recently it's, it's called ab young rome ab bugs wasn't available uh, but yeah ab young rome um and yeah so hit me up um i, I do reviews and things like that so but yeah that's um let's, let's discuss Awesome. Excellent. Yeah. As for me, you can find me at John Bar Tweets on Twitter and on Instagram. Uh, I have a YouTube channel. I guess you look up John Bar. I know there's at least one other John Bar who's more popular than me and he travels around the world. It's whatever. I'm not bitter about it. It's fine. Um, and then also, uh, again, you know, we talked, you know, very uh, little about it. Uh, but truly, if you go to my bio on Twitter, I have still linked to the Black Lives Matter. I think it's blacklivesmatter.card with two R's.com maybe. Uh, but check that out. It's constantly updated uh, with different GoFundMes, different places that you can donate. Uh, if you have anything that you can give, please give what you can. And uh, that's about it. It has been a pleasure talking Schmodown with you guys. Uh, it's been a heck of a week to be a fan. I'm so excited to see what comes next. 
So for the Ultimate Schmodown Show, saying goodnight, see you next time.